With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, our night is still hanging in the balance. If the Padres beat the Dodgers, we'll win about two units for the day. If the Padres lose to the Dodgers, we'll lose about $25 for the day. But I'm frustrated. It should have been a much better day for us. We started the day up $360. Why? Well, the St. Louis Cardinals won the NL Central after the podcast on Tuesday, and we had the two-unit ticket on the Cardinals plus the 180, so that gave us the $360 start to the day. Then our baseball handicap went one and three. It was a three-and-one card, but it finished one and three, and it frustrated me. We cash on the Yankees over the one-and-a-half in the first five. That one actually cashed in the first inning, and you also backed that bet on Twitter. You picked the lone winner on Twitter. Nice job. You guys are now 60 and 30 on Twitter. I don't know who's voting, but you guys are fabulous. You're now up 19.58 units for me. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's get to our losers now, though. We played the Reds over the one and a half against Bryce Wilson. I tipped my cap to him. Only once in 19 starts have he given up less than two runs. He went eight innings and shut us out. Good for Bryce Wilson. That's baseball. It happens. But then the two that'll frustrate me, and if we fall short on our mission 50 by just a little bit, I'm going to remember these two games. And let's start in Houston. It was Heartbreak Hotel with Zach Gallen pitching against the Astros. I'll set the stage for those of you that don't know. And yes, I get to vent once in a while. Fifth inning, nobody on, two down, two strikes on the batter. So we're one strike away from cashing a plus 105 ticket. He gives up a double. And then the next pitch, boom, two-run homer, and we lose the under one and a half. And as the saying goes, it's never over, or it's never under until it's over. And that held true there. Very frustrating. That was a $205 swing that I will not soon forget. Then let's fast forward to the Dodger game against the Padres. Joe Musgrove is struggling for the Padres. He had to toss 106 pitches in the first five innings. The Dodgers go 0 for 7 with runners in scoring position. They leave nine runners on, and Joey Gallo, listen to this, goes 0 for 3 with three strikeouts, and he alone leaves seven runners on base. Those are just the first five numbers. That's what we bet on. So, yes, a very frustrating loss. Felt like we had the handicap to win both of those, but we lost both of them. Then I ride the wave plays. We cash on the Tigers. We lose on the Astros in extra innings. We lose on the Braves, the Padres still pending, and then once again, you hit the Yankees on Twitter. So that's our day. I'm done venting. Thank you for listening to me. I just need to get it out of my system once in a while. That's what gambling does to you. It drives you crazy. So now let's get to the card for Thursday, and we lead off in the National Football League. It's a first half bet for us. We're on the Cincinnati Bengals, minus the three over the Miami Dolphins. So two is questionable for the Dolphins. That's number one. Miami had to travel in a short week of rest. They had lots of snaps in the extreme heat last week in Miami. They have a Bills hangover after pulling off the big win. They're 3-0 and against the spread. I never liked that. 
The Dolphins are plus two in the turnover differential. Miami is significantly exceeding expectations in the red zone this year. All metrics that I expect to balance out over the course of a season, so I like to fade teams in that spot often, oftentimes. Meanwhile, the Bengals are in the bottom half in those metrics, so they will improve. The Bengals have the skill position and the D-line and linebacker edge in this battle. We know no lead is safe with the Dolphins. I learned that the hard way, up 21 with the Ravens. I think Cincinnati, though, leads this one early and at halftime. Not sure how it's going to finish, but I'm going to lay the three with the Bengals in the first half over the Dolphins. Next up in college football, we didn't like anything a ton, but we are going to make a play. It's a first half bet on Utah State plus the 14 at BYU. So it's the battle for the old wagon wheel. You got to love that. 91st meeting between these two schools. BYU is going to be moving to the Big 12. So who knows when we'll see it next, I guess. Utah State has won two of the last three in Provo. Meanwhile, BYU has won the last two on the road, including 34-20 last year. BYU has wins over Baylor, South Florida, and Wyoming on the resume with their lone loss on the road at Oregon. Utah State, meanwhile, is having a season to forget. They had an 11-3 team last year. This year, they're just 1-3, including back-to-back losses at home to Weber State by 28 and UNLV by 10. Not college football juggernauts there, by the way. The Aggies rank third in all of college football in a bad category. They have 12 turnovers already this season. I went to the Merlin Olsen Aggie message board, and the first four fan predict the scores were 57-3 for BYU, 49-6 for BYU, 45-10 for BYU, and 45-7 for BYU. And by the way, that's the Utah State fan message board, not the BYU message board. So needless to say, the fan base at Utah State is off the bandwagon. Nonetheless, the recipe for an early scare is in place. It's a rivalry game. It's a save-the-season opportunity for Utah State. And with Notre Dame on deck for BYU, the look-ahead angle is in play. I'm going to grab the 14 points in the first half with the Aggies over the Cougars of BYU. Next up, we got a Major League Baseball. Oh, hopefully it's not as frustrating as it was on Wednesday. We lead off with the first five over. It is the Baltimore Orioles over the one and a half at a minus 140. For Boston, it is Nathan Avaldi towing the rubber for the Red Sox today. 4.15 ERA, a 1.26 whip. Last seven haven't been the best, a 5.45 ERA. Home numbers are not good this year with a 6.26 ERA. This will be his first start since August the 12th. Manager Alex Cora said that Evaldi was mechanically off during his rehab assignment. He had two starts, a 7.50 ERA, and allowed two homers over six innings. He's pitched well against the O's this year, but terms like mechanically off seem to excite me to play the over. O's over the one and a half in the first five at the minus 140. And if I didn't go one and three yesterday, that'd probably be a two-unit play for me. I like mechanically off. That really, really interests me anyway. Okay, next up, it's another first five over. Where are the Texas Rangers over the one and a half of the first five at a plus 100? For Seattle, it is Marco Gonzalez going for the Mariners, a 4.05 ERA, a 1.33 whip on the year. Post-All-Star break, not great with a 4.84 ERA. Last seven have been a bit better with a 3.67 ERA. 
Home numbers are solid with a 3.36. Here's the problem, though. Five starts against the Rangers this year, 29 and two-thirds innings, 21 runs allowed, 17 of them earned. That's a 5.16 ERA. The Rangers are the only team that he has a five-plus ERA against after more than a single start. That's enough for me. I'm on the Rangers over the one and a half at a plus 100. Next up on the card, it's a first five under. We're on the Colorado Rockies under the one and a half at a minus 150. For San Francisco, it is Carlos Rodon getting the call for the Giants. A 2.980 ERA, a 1.05 whip on the season. Last seven are solid with a 3.11 ERA. Home ERA is excellent with a 2.08. Rockies are still the lowest scoring team on the road. Rodon has been good at home in September. Six innings, no runs against the Phillies. Five innings, one run against the Braves. I'll grab the under one and a half with the Rockies in the first five at a minus 150. Next up on the card, who I didn't want to play this one. It is the Chicago White Sox over the one and a half at a minus 140. So the Twins and the White Sox are two teams that I've been keeping off my card, but with a limited card and schedule on Thursday and my desire from, for some early action, I got to play this one. For Minnesota, it is Lewis Varlin getting his fourth career start for the Twinkies. He's a St. Paul kid. He went to college in St. Paul. He's a great story. And now he's getting to pitch for the hometown team. A 5.06 ERA, a 1.44 whip, 3.06 ERA, over 126 and a third innings in the minors this year. He's viewed as the 10th best prospect in the minor league system. But you know I don't like to back rookies. I'll take the White Sox over the one and a half for the first five at the minus 140. Next up on the card, you ride the wave plays. We're on the Taggers over the Royals at a minus 135. That is Rodriguez against Heasley. We're on the Chicago Cubs over the Philadelphia Phillies. Plus money here. Good opportunity for us at a plus 160. That is Assad against Suarez. And then depending on the results of the late games tonight, we might be on the Padres. We might be on the Giants. We might be on the Angels. If they win, they're in. They're on the card for Thursday. If not, they're out. So we'll update the show notes, of course, with our official wagers. But let's recap the card for Thursday. I'm done venting. It's out of my system. Thank you for listening to me. In the National Football League, first half, we're on the Cincinnati Bengals, minus the three over the Miami Dolphins. College football, first half, we're on Utah State, plus the 14 at BYU. Major League Baseball, first five over. We're on the Baltimore Orioles, over the one and a half, at a minus 140. First five over, we're on the Texas Rangers over the one and a half at a plus 100. First five under, we're on the Colorado Rockies under the one and a half at a minus 150. First five over, we're on the Chicago White Sox over the one and a half at a minus 140. Ride the wave, we're on the Tankers minus the 135, the Cubbies plus the 160, and we might be on the Padres, Giants, and or Angels. But that's your card for a Thursday. And as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.